praise the Lord for this morning. I'm going to go right into that praise time with our precious, precious friends going to be ministering here. How good is our God? How good is our God? He works things out, all the, all the details in our lives and others' others' lives too. The kids, kids are coming in. All right, good. Good, 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 good. You know, we've needed a new pastor that I'm retired, and the last one did not work out in the last ministry, and so I was, we've been struggling a little bit, having all the different speakers get coming to meet our needs, which we appreciate that so much. That's how we came to spite by Gary. Yes, yes, praise God. We know Gary and Dola. Dola, amen, amen, amen. What a joy it is that now they are going to be our regular pastors. Well, not full time meeting. Yes, yes, yes. Praise God, praise God. Why don't you stand up for a minute here? Amen, amen. We're going to praise the Lord and have something to really praise about. All right. Amen, amen, amen. Father, we just give you this time now to worship and praise. And we thank you that you are in our hearts and in our spirits. Lord, we, we want to do your will. And we thank you the way you led both Tony and me as the first time that Gilda spoke and brought Gary with him. The two of them, and Lord, you, you led every step of the way. And we thank you. We give it all to you now. We praise you and worship you. Amen. That's praise him. We really have some joy to praise him over. Amen. Praise him. Let's stand up, go to the camp. Praise God. Praise God. Why don't you be seated? Oh, you're mostly seated. Okay. Praise God. And you've been putting your offerings in. I appreciate that to just come before the Lord. And yes, Daddy God, I want to be part of your work and ministry. So. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. We are blessed this morning to have something special going on. And I'm tickled about it. God is so good. He meets our needs and goes before us. Just really takes care of us and goes before us. And as you saw in the bulletin, Dola and her husband, Garrett, agreed to pastor this church, to be the new pastors. And just could you have believed that a few months ago? No way. Like, praise God. Praise God. How good is our Lord? And this started, you know, we, when we lost Pastor Matt, suddenly, we were without uh, someone to fill in. So Pastor Harry from the Bible College has really been sending in different speakers, and mostly it's been that and then a few others that have helped out, was sending in a speaker. And one of the speakers they sent in was Aaron. And Dora was here first, I guess, and then Harry. All right. So praise God. I guess we called you then. You know why we called you? Because I wanted to know more about you. I wanted to hear you preach. That was a major factor, wasn't it, Tony? Wherever she is. Yes, yes. Praise God. Praise God. We checked into everything. We prayed about it. Uh, two of us, Tony and I, both had that leading when Dola prayed. Dola came and spoke that first time. And it's been weeks now. And then it's been kind of a secret that we've been praying over and letting the Lord work. Letting the Lord work. How good is our God? Yes. Why don't you come on up? And I'd like to have the, I'd like to have the, uh, you know, just, uh, just them. And I'd like to come, have them come up. And also, I'd like to have our board meeting come up because we've had to meet quite a bit, and they give ministry that way. So, for the people from the board, come on up. Okay, look on and see. Yeah, Rick is here. Tony should, should be here, but she, she's in with the kids, evidently, right now. Yeah. Praise God. Praise God. 
right, all right. Raise cap. That, that help with the uh, different business things on the on our board and what we do with it. I just am so grateful to them too. We, we are, you know, the board flows in unity. But we, we really do. We, yeah. we really do. It's the leading of God. It's the God has molded us and made us together. Tony, all of you guys, Rick and Cecil, all that. Thank you, board members. I just wanted you to be recognized so that people know who our board is. Al didn't come on. He, he's on the board too when we can, when we can. Okay. Thank you for that. Thank you for your praise. No, no, no. You stick around. Stick around. Excuse me. But you could go if you want to. I'm going to have the men on the board anoint with oil and, and pray with you. The rest of you too, be praying right now as we dedicate this time to a coming together oneness between our our celebration of life here at General Shepherd and how the Lord raised it up. You know, I was looking at old minutes and things then since we were going to have to talk to you. I got some yes. And, and really, this is in fitting with what God has been doing in this church. You know, we're not fancy. We're not big. But this is what he has called us for. And it's going to grow again. You know, it's going to definitely grow again. So praise God. Praise God. Yes. I, I, Let's, let's pray right now, and then we'll, we'll anoint and fill out. Praise God. Praise God. Gary, anoint you with the oil of the Holy Ghost and minister here at General Shepherd. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Pastoral ministry in every way, shape, and form that it comes. We do, and it does come in many different ways and shapes and forms of ministry. So thank God for that. Thank God for that. We anoint you with the power of the Holy Ghost. There's power in the Holy Ghost, and I see that working in you guys. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for bringing them to our church and to them being free enough to say yes and wanting to do it. So we knit us together, Holy Spirit. Knit us together. And, Father, will all the people, all the other people, get learn to love them and know them. And pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for them. We anoint them for this ministry, for this ministry of Gentle Shepherd Fellowship, pastoral ministry. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you. I'm opening a door, says the Lord. I am opening a new, fresh door. The anointing is powerful. The anointing will be great, he says, but I can bring it to you. I will bring it to you, says the Lord our God. He will use you too to help bring that anointing in and that power. Uh, you think we're busy now with all the little ones running around? Just wait. Just wait. Yeah. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Anyone else? Yeah, can I do something? Our, our first official act as pastors of General Shepherd Fellowship, I want you all to join with me. Sister Ruth was who was 
Just pour it out. Right now, uh, hold your hands out toward where Sister Ruth was going. And let's proclaim this and decree this according to the Word of the Lord. And, and she's something to do with her heart, right? Her stroke, okay? In the name of Jesus, we arrest stroke in Sister Ruth right now in the name of the Lord. And we forbid that right now from manifesting in any member of our church family here right now. We forbid it, Sister Ruth. Be made well. Be whole in that name Ushaha, above, <laughs> above every name. And let the shit let the, the sound of joyful shouting fill the tabernacles of the Lord this morning, bringing forth glory to His name. Amen. So be it. Amen. Amen. What, what was I doing just then? The Word of God says in Matthew, whatever you shall forbid on earth will be what is forbidden in heaven. Whatever you shall allow on earth shall be what is allowed in heaven. Now, we just allowed wellness to Sister Ruth, didn't we? But we forbade stroke and symptoms from taking her over. We're going to do that, folks. Amen. Amen. You're going to, when other first act as a pastor for us, you're going to give a sermon. <laughs> we, um, th- this, he's going to turn on just a minute. Okay. I got the you're microphone. <laughs> yeah, you're on. Right. It's good to see a few people I hadn't seen a couple weeks ago when I was here. And, um, this is my husband, for those of you who don't know. His name is Gary. This is my wife. And 17 months now. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Yes, amen. <laughs> and, um, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> this was not something we had planned on doing. Um, when we got married, he was singing. Well, we met on a cruise ship, as I had told you guys. But he, 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 he's a singer in Branson. And uh, when we got married, he decided to come here in Rockford. And we still went back to Branson a lot for the singing. And we had bookings to just tour. I was retired already, and I thought, oh, this looks like a fun thing to do, not be settled down for anything. <laughs> then Pastor Judy asked me to come and just help out for a couple Sundays, and they met Gary, and before we know it, they're looking at us in a different way than what we thought. <laughs> we thought um, helping out for a while, and so we had to go home and pray about it. Really pray about it. And um, God knows what he's doing. Even if we don't, God does. So thank you for that warm welcoming <laughs> when we were announced. Okay. You on now? Uh, am I on now? Yeah. Am okay. I on now? Great. Okay. Uh, you, you made me forget what I was going to say. Right here. Okay. <laughs> right here. We got it wrote down. <laughs> we, uh, we wanted to start off on that note of victory as, as your pastor. Uh, realize this, this is not a two-headed monster, this is one flesh. We're co-pastors. We're, we're co-pastors, we're not two heads, we're one flesh together. Yes. And we, uh, I told Dola, I sent over some things for the bulletin, I said, I want you to look at this before, and, and see if, it, if it, it will fit in with what we're doing, before I send this over to Tony, because we are co-pastors here. Yes. Yes. We're going to be in unity here. <laughs> clap is okay. <laughs> it's okay to shout. I give you permission to shout. I give you permission yes. 
to clap your hands. I give you permission to dance before the Lord with joy. Amen. I give you permission to do whatever they're doing in heaven. And I want you to know back in April, April 9th of 1981, I got to go up there for I don't know how long because I was unconscious. Okay. Huh? I'm staying there. Okay. But I got to go up there. Got to keep him in tune here or we'll be here a long time. And I, I got to see, I told Tanya this morning, let's worship. Yes. Told Miss Betty this morning, let's worship. And boy, did we worship. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Because I'm telling you, that's what they do. That's the keynote of heaven. Amen. Is worshiping the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And worshiping the Father who is light. Amen, Queen. Oh, which, that's going to jump a few, but if you looked in your bulletin and seen Wednesday night, that's what we're going to do Wednesday night. The Lord was just showing us, we're going to come in. I'm getting excited about this. And my husband is a great worship leader. He's going to lead us in just praising God. And we'll have a time of refreshing. We'll have a time of newness with the Lord on Wednesday night. And then he'll tell us what, where we go from there. But we're going to start off with coming in and having a time of just praise and worship and prayer. So if you haven't been coming on Wednesday, try it out this Wednesday. What time is it, honey? Six, it's 6.30. 6.30? 6.30. 6.30 to 7.30, the hour of power, we'll call it. Amen? And allow us to be able... To unite together with all of you. We would appreciate that. We usually run 630 a day. Okay. The hour and a half of power. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. And and Time Cecil just said something. Um, there's been a lot of confusion about him and I. His wife, Tammy Bruce, I was a youth leader down in southern Illinois. Tammy came to the youth um and she was about 14, I guess. I was uh, early 21 doing the youth. And we became so close. She came and lived with me, and we were sisters. We were sisters by heart. So we have always called ourselves sisters since she was 14 years old. And I won't tell you how old she is because then that would tell me. So, uh, 39 plus shipping and handling. That's right. So Cecil came in the life when Tammy was what, 18, 19? How old was she when we got married? Oh. No. About 19, I think. So it's been a lot, a lot of years. So we've always had this friendship. And when I moved to Rochelle, they moved to Rochelle. And then they moved to Rockford, then I moved to Rockford. And so we've always been together all these years. When people say, oh, that's your brother-in-law, that's how it is. We have separate families, separate last names, but we just became sisters in Christ together so much that we've never been apart since. So I, I wanted to explain that. Um, part of it, and that probably will go into the introduction of us because when <laughs> when we came into the meeting that Pastor Judy had put together, we had no clue what we were walking into. It was an ambush. <laughs> we we thought they were going to ask us to take it for a few months until they found a pastor, and all of a sudden they're looking at us, and and so the next time we had a meeting, we said, "Do you want our resumes? You want to know anything about us?" <laughs> So uh, we thought we'd let you guys know something about us. Should I go ahead and start? Go ahead. Okay. I've been here 18 years. So most of you have known me off and on. 18 years ago, I started coming. Um, And my mother at the time was alive. And I'll never forget, I don't know who was speaking, but she went out in the spirit right in that aisle, right there, third row back. And I'll never forget that. And uh, that always brought closeness to my heart here. So throughout the years... 
I have opened four churches, uh, all called Rock House. Rock House uh, 2, 3, and 4. The first one was here in Rockford, and you were part of that, I believe. And um, there I opened Rock House Kids. And so all of us, 22 years of ministry in churches and with kids. And before that, I was with youth. I was associate pastor over in Belvedere. So I have been licensed minister for 30-some-odd years now. I can't remember how long. So I think you call it a seasoned yes. minister at this time. So we're not newbies by no means. And um, when we got together, he told me his his amount of ministry. I told him my amount of ministry. And we thought, hmm, wonder what God's going to do with this. I was just going to work. <laughs> yeah. And here we are. Oh, you don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need that, do I? Have you told everything you want to tell? Oh, personally, I have a son. Y'all probably have remembered him. He's been here before. Uh, he's in his 40s. Uh, so um, I have one child. You have more than that. I have three. Three and grandpa. Yep. Yeah. I'm a papa. There he's got Okay. Okay. Uh, and I hope you realize that we're not real formal. We're not high and mighty and that kind of things. We're we're just folks like you, okay? You know, and so we want you to, to work with us and receive us as a gift from heaven to you, okay? As you've treated Pastor Allen, Pastor Judy all these years as a gift from heaven into your life, and we receive you as a gift from God to us. And I, I was sharing with Dola, I have the you know, whenever the first time we Dola came and spoke in June, I guess it was. We walked away and I said, I have a sense that they're going to ask us to pastor the church. Really? You did? And I said, no. No. I said, no, no, we have I'm, too much to do. To I'm retired, remember? Yeah. <laughs> that was what I said. I'm retired, remember? <laughs> yeah, she never say, say that. that. God, right? She didn't say that. So <laughs> anyway, we, we, I had that sense that we're going to be, that they're going to want us to pastor the church here. So. So this was, it wasn't a real surprise, but yet it was surprising to walk into the board meeting a couple of weeks ago. And there, you know, what was shocking was they started showing us, they get a thing of keys and start doing this with keys. We're wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute, keys, what are you doing? We don't know what we're doing, we don't know what we're doing here. And then start showing us, the, the board starts showing us the financials of the church, and we're like, whoa, why are you doing this? And then it comes out, we, we would like you to step in as the pastors, well, we got to pray about this, folks. We have other plans. How many of you know sometimes you have things all laid out in your mind? You've got the road laid out in front of you, you think, right? Yeah. And the Lord, the Bible says, His ways and His thoughts are higher than our thoughts, as far apart as the heavens and the earth. And so God comes in there and starts speaking, and it's as high as the heavens are above the earth, what you're thinking, right? Completely different than what you're thinking. And I think that's what's happened here. That we we pray that we are the blessing that He intends us to be. Here at Gentle Shepherd, amen? Amen. We weren't, I, I told Dole we're not going to come in here like a longhorn bull in a china closet and, and stressing our headship and then when we move our head, the horns are breaking everything in the closet. We're not going to do that. We're coming in here in love, in unity, in faithfulness, to Father God and here to please Him. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. 
Okay, she's reminded we've got to tell our background. Can y'all see this? This is the nest I hatched out of. I think this was this was taken in like when I was 15 years old in Phoenix, Arizona. We had moved there. Uh, and I was born there and then I grew up in Texas and came back and had a, had a different daddy who adopted us. And uh, Tata's in heaven now. We all call them Tata, the grandkids. My mom is in Arizona and all the rest of them are in Arizona. And But I'm here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look what the Lord has done. So we had a wonderful family growing up. A mama who used to preach. My mama would preach as an eight-year-old in the streets of Arizona as a street evangelist. Assembly of God girl. And would preach there and play church basically, but they'd be getting kids saved and stuff. My mama came up in that. She went through adversity. She ends up having me. She kind of turned away from the Lord a little while. Came back. She's told me, when you were born, I set you on the table and said, Lord, I dedicate him to you. Make a preacher out of him. She is alive, yes. She's alive, yes. <laughs> yes. Amen. That's the basis of where I come from spiritually. Uh, saved at First Assembly of God, Kennedy, Texas. May 30th, 1975. I know I don't look that old, I know, but hey, look what the Lord has done. But saved, filled with my Holy Ghost, all in one operation. They tell me they thought I was going to go off like a helicopter up to heaven. We were at that altar. I would love to have some altar benches to pray out here at the church. We, we, we had an altar. We had an evangelist. I don't remember his name. I remember he was a Messianic Jewish fellow that played the guitar pretty good. And I admired and looked up to him. Don't remember what he said, but I knew I needed Jesus. I knew I couldn't leave that night without Jesus, without the Holy Ghost. You didn't need to sit down. I'm tired. I'm not going to take the whole day. But I got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. And within a couple of weeks, I was asking God, what am I supposed to do with myself? I'm reminded of a, of a, a Bible smuggler in the Iron Curtain days, he, he told the story to us one day. And he said, I was, I was new at this and I had my Bibles and things tucked away and hidden. And I was going through the woods and suddenly a young soldier stepped up and cracked his gun at me. And he said, stop! And I stopped real suddenly and said, why are you pointing a gun at me? He said, who are you and what are you doing here? Think about that, each of you. Who are you and what are you doing here? And I began to think about that. Who am I what am I doing here? And I said, God, what am I supposed to do with myself? Fifteen years old, what am I supposed to do with myself? And one day someone, a little, a young girl, was in the room and said, why don't you be an evangelist? And it was as if the Lord whacked me upside the head and said, that's what I want you to do, buddy. And from then on, I went up and down. I rode the Holy Coaster. Anybody ever ride the Holy Coaster? Yeah. You're up and down, in and out with the Lord, you know. Fellowship. I rode the Holy Coaster as a teenager. But when I was 17, 18, I got before the Lord and said, Look, I'm tired of this up and down, in and out. I am going to serve you. I heard that this, this Kenneth Hagin fellow on the TV, on TVN, he was preaching real funny. But I listened to what he said. And he said, if you will confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you shall be saved. 
And that's the truth, amen? So I heard, and, and that stuck inside me. And I said to the Lord, God, Father God, I'm confessing Jesus is my Lord right now. And I believe He is the Savior of my soul. And your word said that. Now, if I go to hell, it's all your fault now. I got, we got to get bold with the Lord sometimes. <clears throat> with His Word. Whenever He said, when He promises something, you know, this, the, the few weeks ago, this deal with the foot here, the mercy, they were, they had emergency admitted me to, to Swedish American Hospital. And I'm laying in there in that bed, and the, the podiatrist who admitted me had done surgery the night before and got imaging and MRIs and all that. And she comes in Friday afternoon. She says, you're showing MRSA and staph infection in your bones. I'm going to have, we're going to have to by Sunday morning take your toes off. Excuse me. Possibly some of your foot. But we have to take your, foot, your toes off. I'm like Hezekiah. Turned my face to the wall and said, Lord, Father God, I don't want them to take my foot. He brings a verse up to me. Proverbs 3.26 The Lord shall be thy confidence and shall keep thy foot from being taken. You know what? We have a right, don't we? He said it, right? When I saw that, things lit up inside. I got my prayer journal out and wrote that verse down in on that day, for that day, and said, Father God, and I wrote down, Father God, I received this as mine. You said it. You're faithful. You promised it. Now you do it. We got to do that sometimes, yes. folks. Amen. 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 Take him at his word. Yes. Demand his word be made true to us. Amen. Amen. So I said that, Father God, I refuse because your word says it refuse to allow them to take my toes are part of my feet. I refuse to allow them to take my feet and foot. In Jesus' name. That was Friday. Saturday morning, I wake up. Guess what? My foot was swollen three times normal size after surgery and hurting like you wouldn't believe. Reminded me constantly of there was pain and a problem. And I wake up Saturday morning and there's no swelling. There's no pain. Oh, wow. My, the x-ray showed my big toe was broken. I didn't know that. It showed big toe broken. Uh, I'm able, I'm sitting, I'm going, what's going on here, Lord? And I'm moving my toes like this. No pain, no problems. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. We, we, we've got to take the Lord at His word and use our words to agree with Him. Amen. 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 And I need to get back on background, don't I, Mrs. Boss here? <laughs> See, so do you have a cordless mic? Can you no. give? We don't have a cordless no, I have mic. A bell, another bell. We pass around. Well, what we're, are we going back on track? Okay. Yes. What we want to do is you. Well, no, you haven't told them where your biblical. Okay, I can. Can I tell you that real quickly? Yeah. She's wanting to tell you experience. I started out, I went to Rainbow Bible Training Center because the Lord, I was up praying at the altar one day in our church of God. I'm praying at the altar and God says, I want you to go to Rainbow Bible Training Center this fall. And then from there, I'll tell you what to do. So I, I got excited. I wrote to Ken Hagen Ministries, uh, fill out an application they accepted, said, come on down, the price is right, folks. And I went down, uh, moved over to Tulsa, Oklahoma, went in there. While I'm there, that's when that incident I told you about when I went to heaven, a drunk driver broadsided my vehicle, ran a stop sign at 70 plus miles per hour and struck me in my driver's side door where I was riding. 
They said it crushed my brain. They said there were bones broken, ribs broken, lungs punctured, bones sticking out from arms and legs. Skull was cracked. Head was swollen about like this. They took me to the hospital. They called my folks up in Phoenix, Arizona. My baby sister Jennifer answered the phone. They thought she was my mother. And the troopers started saying, Mrs. Warlick, I have some news I need to bring to you. Your son Gary has been in a terrible accident. And uh, he's in the hospital, osteopathic of Tulsa right now. Uh, they're doing what they can for him right now. And she, Jennifer says, uh, yes, sir, we'll be right there. We're going to pack up from Phoenix and head right there. And the doctor says, Mrs. Warlick, I'm not supposed to talk to you this way, but don't come. He's not going to make it. His brain has been squashed and scrambled inside his skull. He's not going to make it. You make arrangements, we'll send him to you. Now, my mama got on the royal telephone. You ever heard of the royal telephone? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Telephone to glory, oh what joy divine. I can talk to Jesus just about any old times. <laughs> Sent from God the Father for the one and all. I can talk to Jesus on that royal telephone, glory to God. And she says, she says son, I got on that royal telephone, and when I hung up with the Lord, I knew you weren't going to die. What do you do when you know something? You act on it, don't you? You become a doer of the word, don't you? And they, they loaded up. They headed to Tulsa. They called in Amarillo, Texas to check. And the doctor says, Miss Warlock, we don't know what's going on. Maybe you do. But it looks like he's going to live now. Woo! Hallelujah! But he said, but... That's the second biggest word, right? But his brain is so badly damaged his nerves so badly damaged he'll be a vegetable the rest of his life you need to make arrangements for his care back home guess what ring 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 <laughs> back on the royal telephone when they get to Tulsa Oklahoma walk in the hospital I'm up and walking around praising God had a Gideon Bible glory to God had a Gideon Bible I opened to Matthew 8 17 Jesus Himself took our infirmities, not only mine, but He'll take your infirmities, people, in that intensive care. Shaking things up. Like that song says, I'm in love with Jesus. I'm all shook up. Amen. I'm all shook up, aren't I? Amen. So I walked out of the hospital eight days later. I'm in Bible college. I missed sick. They took me back to Phoenix to kind of sort of recuperate because it, it kind of made me like a, a five or four or five year old boy again. And some folks said, you never have caught back up, have you? <laughs> I hear people saying that all the time. You never really caught back up, have you? But it made me like that. They took me back there to kind of get back on in even keel. I'm in there praising Jesus. I'm going through the Psalms because up there they worship and the Psalms are songs of worship. I'm going through that. I'm studying worship every chance I get. I'm learning. Integrity Hosanna started coming out with their, their little... I feel like I've got an earphone in my ear here. Come out with their series of worship sessions, and I'm listening to that, learning worship. And uh, it, it was amazing. We, uh, Tulsa called me and said, those men who struck you were two brothers got so drunk they couldn't walk. Stole their mom and daddy's Ford pickup. Roaring down the road, up and down the hills of Tulsa at 70 miles an hour and, and struck you. And they are now suing you in court for being a drunken Bible salesman. What? I had a bunch of textbooks and Bibles in the seat of my car. 
you were a drunken Bible salesman and you hit them and wrecked their life. And I began to worship the Lord. I got off the phone and began to worship the Lord. Father God, I praise you. The truth is coming forward. You're revealing the truth. I got a call the next day. Said these men showed up before the judge in Tulsa. And he's listening to them there before him. And they're telling him, Your Honor, this man was he was a drunk. He was a Bible salesman. He was drunk. He was a hypocrite. And he ran the stop sign and hit us. And the judge, the trooper, is standing there and says, and tells the judge what happened. And the judge does this with his gavel and says, Case closed. This man is righteous. This man deserves a settlement. Boom. Case closed. Get out of my court, boys. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. I have been believing God. Uh, I'd driven over the hilltop from Oklahoma City to Tulsa one evening from my work. Believe in God and the beautiful lights of Tulsa. I started praising God. You know, the word says, delight thyself in the Lord and He'll give you the desires of your heart, doesn't it? <clears throat> I'm delighting myself. And I said, I just expressed desire. Father God, I really want to have my, a vehicle paid for. I want to have my school tuition paid for. I want to have a capital base to operate, financially operate out of while I'm doing this stuff. And that would be wonderful if that happened. The next day, the drunkards hit me. My car is totaled. The bank is calling, trying to collect my payments. I'm in desperate shape. The hospital is calling me $15,000, $20,000 of bills. I'm in desperate shape. I begin to worship Jesus. Praise Him over all this. You know what? I get a call from Tulsa, Oklahoma. My insurance man, he, he tells me about the judge with those two guys. He says, Farmers is going to pay your car off and buy you another one. Hallelujah. Amen. Farmers is going to get your uninsured motorist. They didn't have insurance. Farmers is going to write you a check for 15 grand. Oh, wow. This is 1981. It was worth a little bit more back then. Going to write you a check for 15 grand. Pay all your bills. You have no bills. Then my mama's insurance people call and say, we have decided our insurance is going to cover, but you weren't living at home, but we're going to cover all your hospital and doctor bills for this glory to God. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Amen. You understand why I say let's worship? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Let's get some worship going on here. Amen. So, I did that. I went and can, you know what? I did that. Went back to Arizona. I called Rayma talked to me and said, I really want to come back and finish my school. He said, well, come on back. We're going to let you come back. I went back to Rama. I borrowed some notes from class of a couple of people I knew to study. Straight A's every exam. Glory to God. That's the power of the Lord. Not Brad, but not me. That's Him. Wasn't in class or nothing. Just looked at a few notes. Straight A's. Woo! Hallelujah. Shout to the Lord. Amen. Finish Rama up. Went on, went in the ministry before I was out of Rama. I was on staff at a local church there. Uh, started out as church janitor. That's kind of like the lowest position in Pastor Judy. Kind of the lowest point on, on the feeding chain there. But I became the children's ministry director. And we founded a bus ministry and began busing kids out. We went from about five or ten kids to a couple of hundred kids. Busing in, kids getting saved, filled with the Holy Ghost revival going on in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. 
and the church booming, busting at the seams, glory to God. Went on and became youth pastor. Went on and became associate pastor, worship pastor, interim pastor of the church. Then moved out into evangelistic ministry for several years. Then was offered the pastor of Overcomers Fellowship, Broken Arrow. Became pastor there for five years. Then was moved to go out into to a different city. Took that church there. Took that church into the international scene. Began, I have been around the world several times on the mission field. We have done uh, medical missions. Those are necessary and needed, Lord of God. They reach so many people. We have done concert crusades. You go overseas and they love country music over there. During this time, I'm like Forrest, Forrest Gump. I was offered the position of vice president of the Country Gospel Music Association. Out of nowhere, out of the blue. Have done that for 21 years now, going on 22. Uh, then I became the international worship director when their worship person stepped out and, and became their overseas coordinator for missions. Have introduced them to five countries, five divisions of CGMA. And that's out of Branson. What Dola was mentioning, we're going to Branson a lot. Different ministry things going on down there. I have done that for 21, going on 22 years. Uh, stepped back into the pastoring in Bartlesville, Oklahoma with Overcomers. We had uh, uh, something, we started a Saturday service called the Communion Jubilee. We would receive prayer requests from around the world on email, by phone, whatever, by text. We would print them out. We would come together and have a first century love feast together. Then we would sit down and take communion together, just like the first century church. Then we would get the list of prayer requests out and begin to pray over them diligently. I mentioned to, to Pastor Judy and the board something I insist in our pastorate here is that we have effectual, fervent prayer. Focused intercession on the saints and on the angels, on everybody, bringing in folks to the kingdom by the power of prayer. God answered prayer. Amen? So that's something that I see. And I was even what was called prayer minister at one time in one of these positions. So I believe we need to do that. We not, not strictly come together five minutes before on Sunday morning, but come together for a meeting together and pray over specific needs and see, glory to God, answers from heaven. Come on now. Come on now. I want to see us. I did something else called healing school in Bartlesville. Saturdays. I want us to have healing school. I don't. How's this going to happen? I don't know. Who's going to be in that? I don't know. But I want us to begin the exercise in Matthew 18, 18 to 20. Whatever you forbid on earth is forbidden in heaven. Whatever you allow on earth is allowed in heaven. It says of Moses and the children of Israel, they left Egypt and there was not one feeble person among their tribe. Do you realize how many people that meant? Six million people left Egypt. Can you imagine six million people and no one sick? No one weak? No one ill? No one infirm? No one crazy? 
That's important, amen? Spirit, soul, and body. I want us to see us well. Amen. Preserve blameless, as it says in First Thessalonians 5.23. Preserve blameless to the coming of Jesus. Without blemish. Amen? Mm-hmm. Can you agree with me on that? Yeah. Can you agree with us on that? Because yeah. I know that's Dola's heart. And, and, and while she's coming, I went on and continued, got my bachelor's in education, got my master of business administration uh, from Baptist Christian University. And San Francisco University conferred a doctorate in theology upon me in 2003. Amen? So we're both kind of seasoned. He just has more words than I do. It's not necessary. (laughs) (laughs) But at this, are we set up, CSUN? But at this moment, we've shared what we've done. We would like, um, there's Dwayne. Dwayne's going to walk around as you raise your hand, and we'd like to hear your name and how many years or what you have done here. What your gifting is to the body. At General Shepherd. Yes. So we can get to know you. Amen. I don't know how this is going to work on Facebook. You got a wireless? You got a wireless? Yeah, yeah he has one right there. Okay. Dwayne, start. Tell us who you are. Okay. Um, I'm Dwayne Seymour. You got to hold you're, it up you're closer. Give, you're giving me very hard questions because I never think of backwards. I tend to think we're going forwards. Here we are, and we're, we're what have we got around us? Let's go with it. How many years have you been here? Ever since I've been Too many to count. Okay, let's see. Do some subtraction. Everybody else is thinking the same thing. Think about 35, maybe. And the church is 40 years now? Is that correct? Okay. And, uh, yeah. Some of you baseball fans may remember Jose Akendo. He played every position on the field. Um, some better than others. And that's kind of what I've done since I've been here. I had some years as treasurer. I've done some teaching, um, given some words, um, what that, that God has, has put on my heart, and um, just done whatever I can. What, you see what there is to do, and you do it. As, as I explained to you. She does do it. She yeah. Well, thank you, Dwayne, for that. I appreciate that. Yeah. And then uh, we have, let's go to Betty. I know a few names here. <laughs> Betty, how long have you been here? Are you already mic'd? <laughs> I have a daughter that's 42. And she's saying, when we were up on 11th Street, she's saying it's somebody's wedding. Paula's saying it's somebody's wedding over there. I don't know how long I've been here. It's a long time. Yeah. From the beginning, it sounds like. Yeah. Longer than me. <laughs> and you play the piano here. I was attracted because Marita Erickson was a musician, and I wanted to play like her. And I can play. How cool is that? Okay, let's just start with Tanya, and let's just keep going like that, because we're going to have to do this quickly. We got a time of fellowship and uh, refreshments today. Um, I have been going here since 1995, so that's 25 years. Um, I I started in the youth ministry, um, and then they asked me to lead worship. 
And so both of those are my gifting and calling. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, just keep going, Dwayne. I think I know you. Okay. <laughs> um, my name is Rachel. I started coming here when I was 11. Um, when you were 11? 11. Um, I went to go live with uh, a family when I was 14 and went to a few different churches um, throughout that. And when I was 24, I got pregnant with, uh, I don't know, all of you know Brian. Um, and I started coming back when I was four and a half months pregnant uh, with him, and I've been here ever since. So fantastic. I'm 35 now, and we got three more. So we've <laughs> been married for six years. So that's wonderful. As um, for my gifting, uh, serving, I guess. <laughs> oh, we need those. Thank you. Thank you. And then there's Rick. We're going to have to hurry this up. Okay, okay. We're okay. behind. Okay. All right. Uh, hopefully you two know each other because the social distancing looks. <laughs> Hi, I'm Trude. My name's Rick Meyer, and uh, as close as I can think, I think it's been 27 years. Um, we were originally invited to come by Wendy's sister, Mary Ann, and uh, <laughs> we came in here and. Uh, Boy, I just don't know if I'm going to go back there. I just, wow. But we did. And we came back, and uh, I've, always, I've always had the gift of music as far as singing goes. And, uh, but the Lord kept leading me to, to okay, I gave you that, so use it. And, uh, but I was chicken. I never have been real good in front of people. Uh, God's helped me overcome that. And I think He has, hasn't He? <laughs> I, I think I think I'm where I'm supposed to be. So, and I'm again. I, you saw me. I'm on the board, and uh, I help Cecil out with a few things around here. And uh, we're just kind of a, I guess, kind of a family. <laughs> yep. Nice. Thank you. And your beautiful wife. And Wendy. Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> That's all. Okay, keep going. <laughs> So good to see her, her gift is shyness to speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tom has a hand uh, on that there. Yeah, all right. Um, I've uh, been here for like 22 years, about, I think. Is that right, Tony? Yeah. 22 years. Anyways, I, uh, I'm with, I'm with um, I do the children uh -huh. over there, and also I, I drive them in. <laughs> And that's my ministry, mine. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Can Thank I you. say something? Yes. Tom moved to California. Yes. And he got ill out there. <clears throat> Mama Cinnamon uh -huh. prayed him back here. There you go. She that prayed him because she said there's nobody to help him and he's sick and he came in. She prayed and he came back. You know, isn't that what a church is all about? Amen. Amen. That we been improving ever since he got back. Yes. Amen. Oh, Patty is um, our beacon of loyalty. Yes. She comes down every week. She does everything she can to get here, and and, and we are so proud of her. Yes, very yes. much so. 
Thank you. It's required in Christians that a person be found faithful. Amen. 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 You still have the two hands up, Tony. So and you must Tony. Um, I've been here 29 years. Um, I've been here 29 years since Jacob was two and he's 31. Um, I'm the church secretary and I just do whatever, whatever you want me to do. I'll do it. You're the secretary of the church, too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And I just do whatever. Okay. Okay. Dwayne, you're going to have to run. <laughs> run, Forrest. Run. <laughs> uh, my name's Donnie. I haven't uh, been going here that long. I don't have a lot of the seasoning that some of these people here have. Um, I've probably been here at this church for maybe a little over a year. So. Oh, okay, great. Right. I don't know. It might be two years. Okay. I, don't, I don't keep. I don't actually keep track. Um, right. I think. I think my gift is is really um, trying to touch people, trying to trying to stir up something inside people. Um, That's or, trying to try to bring out some of people's heart when we're talking about things. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I think that's really a gift that I was given is to try to talk to people about life situations and try to help people. Um, I think that was one of the biggest gifts that I was given. Um, I think that, um, I don't know, I just always uh, enjoy Christ. I A little bit of my background, I um, originally was saved in a Lutheran church when I was younger. Um, I was probably about eight years old. I went to Church of Christ. Originally was one of their members, and then I um, ended up going to Rockford First Assembly, and ended up being a youth, um, like a youth, like a youth minister to some of the people there. Um, and I had done a lot of stuff with their next program, and I had been part of the Royal Rangers program. I programs um, during my youth and younger younger days. Um, I'm very actively working a lot. I have a very busy schedule. I'm, I work full-time 11 hours a day and still work on weekends running like a normal business and stuff, so I stay very busy. But I guess I'll just kind of leave it at that. Uh, okay, yeah, because everybody's leaving and we're not even done yet, so I'm like, okay. Well, I'm going to leave set up. Okay, because I've been in. Okay. Uh, just briefly your name and how long you've been here. <laughs> okay, um, my name is uh, Skillet. Um, I'm four years now here since I came from Africa. Four years. But, uh, yes, four years since I came. I started in the same church leader, worship God, and I'm still here. But uh, about the ministry, whatever, it's a long time, so I can't say that. But my name is Skillet, and I'm four years here. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. It's good to know. And thank you guys for the testimony. I appreciate that very much. My name is Floyd. I've been coming here just just before Christmas of last year. I came back to the Lord and started coming here. Oh, my wonderful. first time here was actually for my sister-in-law Rachel's wedding. So okay. I knew I had to meet Dwayne and Rachel, and that's what brought me here initially. Oh, how nice. It is the family of God. People, family brings you in. Yeah, that is true. Okay. Melody Krebsky. 
and I've been here about three years. Great. Great. Okay, fantastic. And we got some workers down here, real quick. Uh, Teresa Tillett, I've been here since 2002. <laughs> I played the drums. Rubber! <laughs> and she's a very mighty prayer warrior. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm Matthew Minnick. I've been here about at least 20 years. From downstairs at the kids' ministry, started down there. That's really good when the kids grow up here. <laughs> My name's Jeff. See this. I've been here for a while too, so, so three. Okay. Thank you. It is good to know everybody and know I mean this is such a long term commitment to come to church that long and, and Pastor Judy and I I'm forever grateful that you founded this church. You know, or we wouldn't be here and we wouldn't be standing here. So thank you so much. We want to honor you every way we can. Thank you. Do you want to know my name? Oh, did we miss you, Cecil? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> we just yes, everybody Cecil. knows your name, like you. <laughs> I'm everybody. Voice. Pretty much everybody knows me. I'm Cecil Bruce. Um, Pastor Judy found out I knew what a screwdriver was, so I became the maintenance man. And she's blessed me ever since with, I do whatever it needs done. I help with the youth. I a deacon, treasurer. I do the maintenance. I work on the van. You know, just whatever the Lord needs done, I always, I always try to be there for. And we thank you for that. We know who to call. I got your number. <laughs> it's not really much Cecil, right? Amen. Amen. I want to read a our blessing to you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, straight back. Yes. I know her. I've been coming here over a year, and one of the gifts I've flowed in here was the word of knowledge, and I can see gifts in other people. We can't hear it going. Put it up. We don't hear. Where do you want me to start? Beginning. Okay. My name is Teresa, and I've been coming here over a year. And uh, one of the gifts I flowed in here is the word of knowledge. I can see gifts in other people. That leads to frustration sometimes because them sitting on an anointing they're not using. And I shared this with Pastor Judy. I, in the past, I have uh, seen jealousy in the church where people are jealous over a gift of another person. I can't be a foot if God's called me to be a hand. Whatever he's called you to do, whatever your gift is, you need to use that to the best of your ability. And, and the Bible tells us to do that and and it seems like so many have, and we're so grateful for that. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome. We welcome your giftings. Amen. I want to read our blessing to you. You receive this from your new pastors here. Uh, uh, got this from the Word of God, okay? It goes like this. Be blessed, be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth. Have dominion over the earth, and subdue it to yourselves and unto God. Let every word, every thought, and every step bring glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Walk forth in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ and fulfill your destiny in God with all your hearts. Possess your promised land with boldness and prosperity. Be filled with the Holy Spirit continually and on a continual basis. 
Keep on being filled with the Spirit. Keep on being strengthened with might by the Holy Spirit in your inner man, letting Christ dwell in your hearts by faith, so that you, being rooted and grounded in love and possessed by the love of Christ, might be filled with all the fullness of God and living His life of Zoe beyond dreams. Be strengthened in the eyes of your understanding, enlightened by the spirit of wisdom, revelation, and knowledge of Him, so that you may know the hope of His calling, the riches of the glory of His inheritance and saints, and the exceeding greatness of His power to we who believe. Be filled with the knowledge of His will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, so that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might by His glorious power to all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness, abounding with praise and thanksgiving for our part of the inheritance of the saints in light, for deliverance from the power of darkness and translation of the kingdom of the Son of His love. Be preserved blameless and without blemish at, at the genetic level, spirit, soul, and body to the coming of the Lord Jesus. Be made whole, be well possessed by the wellness of heaven. Amen. And we want to just say thank you. Thank you for having us. And we're going to be doing refreshments afterwards. So um, the rest of this, we can do next week. We're going Amen. to be around for a long time here. Amen. So let's just pray and uh, dismiss and see you back in the fellowship hall. If you guys don't know where it's at, you go out these doors and make a left. Okay? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this time together. Thank you for the calling that you have on our lives, Lord Jesus, each and every one of us. And thank you for Gary and I being here and uh, that you've called us. Let us be a blessing to the people. And Lord, let the people grow mightily in you, Father God, we pray. And we ask for um, a blessing over the refreshments today. In your precious, wonderful name we pray, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 We'll see you back there. We'll see you over yonder. God. Thank you, thank Amen. you, thank you. God's good. Amen. Keep worshiping. Keep walking in the Spirit. Amen. Amen. And keep loving.